Bonjour and welcome to another episode of Street Focus, an ongoing exploration of urban photography. I'm your host, Valérie Jardin. Today is another street tip segment, and my guest is street photographer Spiros Papaspiropoulos. Hello, Spiros, how are you doing? Hello, Valerie, and hello, Street Focus listeners. It's uh, great to be here for the third time. Yes. Valerie, cheers for the invite. Uh, I feel honored to be on the show again. Yeah, this uh, is fun. And uh, yeah. I'm uh, I'm anxious to hear your top uh, 10 tips. And uh, I've had a few guests already uh, for this segment, and it's been a lot of fun. I feel like uh, it's always an inspiration. And, um, and I, I know some of the tips will always, you know, uh, well, we can't be, we can't have top 10 tips that are completely new every time, but yeah. it's always great to hear other people's point of view. And, uh, and it's been a popular segment. So I'm excited to hear, to hear yours. So what's, uh, what's new with you? You just, uh, you were just in Rome, right? Yeah. Yeah. Since the last time we talked, Street Hunters Net has been to Istanbul and Rome wow. uh, for filming Street Hunts. Both cities are amazing and uh, well worth the visit. The, if I remember correctly, there's a Street Focus uh, episode, a guide about Rome, right? Uh, yes, with uh, yeah. Rosa Wolf, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, if anyone's going to visit Rome, uh, they should listen to that episode. Yeah. Uh, and uh, for the until the end of the year, before 2016 kicks in, we are kind of uh, relaxing, reflecting on the, the year that, uh, that passed. But we are planning our next street hunt destinations, which are going to be really cool. And uh, we will be announcing them uh, when the, the, new year is, uh, the new year arrives. Great. So, so where uh, can people yeah. see more of what you guys are doing? Well, our website is uh, www.streethunters.net. Mm -hmm. And all our social media information is on our website. So if anyone is interested in our videos, our YouTube channel is there. Our Facebook page uh, uh, link is there. Everything is there. So streethunters.net. And that's one very, very active group. That's really awesome. You guys are doing so much for the community. It's, uh, it's really great. Well, we love street photography. Yeah. <laughs> so we, and it yeah. shows. <laughs> it shows, yeah. So today you're going to give us your top 10 street tips. Yep. And uh, let's, uh, let's get started. Okay. So okay. Uh, tip number one. Yep. Tip number one. Uh, always use a camera that makes you feel comfortable. So for one street photographer, a rangefinder is the ideal camera. For another street photographer, a DSLR might be the ideal camera or a mirrorless or a compact camera, whatever. It's very important for us when we're out hitting the streets to use a camera that's an extension of us. Mm -hmm. We mustn't uh, feel that we're holding a camera that holds us back or is making us uh, waste valuable seconds uh, thinking how to use it. It must be like natural to us. And I feel this is very important. The camera doesn't have to be a super cool, expensive camera. It just has to be the camera that makes us feel the most comfortable. Yeah, have sure. you noticed this, Valerie? Oh, definitely. I mean, you know, it could be your phone even. Who cares? Yeah. yeah it's, exactly. um, it has to, it, as long as it doesn't get in the way. I think that's the, the whole point. Exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, I know that now because, you know, um, 
A lot of photographers have DSLRs and they can't afford to get one of those fancy new little Fuji Olympus or whatever because they're, mm -hmm. they have their DSLR, their lenses, and they know they're probably not worth a whole lot and, you know, they want to sell them used. Well, just use what, whatever you have. I mean, you and I were shooting DSLRs a few years ago, right? And we were still yeah, shooting street yeah. photography and we were doing just fine. So don't feel like you have to, to fit in. Yes, the smaller cameras are, are better tools, I feel, for, for street photographers, right? I mean, they're ideal tools. But, um, you know, look at Vivian Meyer. She was carrying this big old <laughs> camera exactly. with her, and she was doing awesome work. So don't let, uh, don't let the camera get in the way. Exactly. That is, uh, that is a great tip, because I think it's, uh, yeah, it's easy to get the, the gear acquisition syndrome, and, um, and we shouldn't. I mean, we all like nice things but you know if it's familiar it's it's better <laughs> better exactly exactly that's what i say i know it's like people always tell me oh have you tried this new this new camera have you tried this that's like no i don't want to i'm happy with what i have and exactly. i don't want anything anything else yeah what are you shooting with these days because you you have a collection right i do i'm kind of uh always using my Fuji X-Pro1 at the moment. I also have a Ricoh GR, which I use as a backup camera, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I don't use it as much, even though it's very capable and very, it's got, it's very capable and very small and very quiet. I just prefer the whole uh, experience of uh, the Fuji. It feels more comfortable. Mm -hmm. and that's, that's what's important to me as well. I have film cameras. I have uh, other mirrorless cameras, but... I don't know. The Fuji is just the camera for me. Yeah, you know and that's I mean. the thing. Yeah. You know, I, I like the I like those dials and everything. But some people like the touch screens on their camera, and and if that works for them, hey, that's awesome. I mean, they they are great. Yeah, um, yeah it's really um, whatever fits you. Exactly. Great, great first step. Okay, number Cheers. two. <laughs> <laughs> number two, always make yourself feel comfortable before and during your street hunt, your your street your photo walk. So what does that mean? Uh, never go out when you're hungry or never go out when you're thirsty or don't hit the streets wearing less clothes than you have to. Then, you know, don't go out and get cold or don't go out wearing too many clothes and feel warm. Just don't feel uncomfortable when you're outside yeah. because it will affect uh, the whole uh, Zen situation you want to dive into and uh, start shooting. So it's very important to make yourself feel comfortable. For example, I like having a, a pint of beer before I go out mm -hmm. with my friends. So I have a pint of beer, I unwind, and then I go out and hit the streets, and I enjoy myself. Yeah. That's how I make my feel, myself feel comfortable. Somebody else might like doing something different, but the main thing is to always feel comfortable when you're out shooting in the street, because if you're nervous, it will show. And... Uh, When uh, you when it's you know when other people see that you're nervous and it shows, it's not a good sign because uh, they think that you're doing something wrong. That's right. That's right. Yep. And comfortable shoes. That's the and number comfortable one shoes. Thing. Yes, it's all in there. All in there. <laughs> comfortable clothes. Comfortable shoes. Having yeah. a beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's always the the challenge. I find that I should really write a post on shoes, well, especially for 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 girls, street photographers. You know, we're a little more usually picky as to what 
type of shoes we wear. I don't want to go out. I don't want to hit the streets of Paris wearing hiking shoes. You know, I want to fit in. I want to, I want to wear city shoes to find shoes that are going to let you, allow you to walk, you know, 15 kilometers in a day. It's a challenge. So, uh, yeah, we should actually write a post about that. Um, And, uh, but yeah, the the whole comfort thing. I mean, now we have lighter cameras. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we're we're more comfortable there already. Yeah, um, I remember. Mm-hmm. I remember when I went to Hamburg to shoot, and um, I was so used to Greek weather. I just went there. I didn't even have gloves with me, and it was December. <laughs> I just had the jacket, and I went out. And in a matter of ten minutes, my hands were frozen. Yeah, and I had to go and buy gloves because I just couldn't grab the camera in my hands. Yeah, I, was... I remember seeing those pictures. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> freezing. I think maybe Marco Larus had posted some or something, and they yes, like, yeah, yes. he's not quite used to the climate. No. <laughs> and it's uncomfortable. I mean, I live in a really cold climate in the winter here. And uh, being out, you, you can't have, I mean, gloves that are going to be warm enough are not going to be easy to use with a camera. So you have to wear the, the liners inside your big mittens so that you can warm mm-hmm. up, you know, in between. But then those liners will still let you use the dials. But you can't be out in those too long either when it's, you know, sub-zero Fahrenheit at times, yeah. although usually there are not a lot of people on the streets <laughs> when it's yeah. that cold. But uh, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's a lot to uh, to think about because being uncomfortable will definitely affect your, your the results for sure. You're right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay, tip number three. Okay, focus your mind and I by assigning a project to yourself. Mm-hmm. I have found that when I... When I'm uh, feeling uninspired or when I think that I'm not doing good at all, if I focus my attention on a specific thing, for example, uh, silhouettes, just an example, Mm -hmm. and I start looking for silhouettes only, uh, then all of a sudden I start seeing more silhouettes, if you know what I mean. And uh, I feel that um, my uh, focus on uh, that particular subject helps me to get out of a sticky situation where I'm just not going anywhere, you know, yeah. when I'm not making any photos at all. So I think that when you focus your mind and eye onto a project, it helps. That's true. And and people sometimes feel like, oh, if they're too focused on one thing, they may miss something else, but you don't. I, I, I noticed that you just, uh, you'll you'll notice other things and you'll shoot other things, but at least you'll be focused on that. And for sure, you'll have a good series of that particular color or theme, whatever it is for the day. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a good way to Mm -hmm. approach it, whether it's, whether you're in a new place or in a familiar place, actually, it really works for both. It keeps you focused. Yeah. Yeah. Very good point. Very good point. Okay. Number four. Okay. Don't be afraid to experiment with new things. So uh, when I say new things, I mean stuff like flash Mm -hmm. or double exposures or uh, experimenting with slow slow shutter speeds. Uh, Trying uh, new stuff out, uh, like uh, flash, for example, really changes your perspective on street photography completely. And you've been doing quite a bit of that lately, right? I have, yeah, and I find it really, really fun. <laughs> it's it, I have control of the light, which is something that when you uh, do street photography without um, a flash, uh, you don't really have control of the light. You mm-hmm. know of the light. You know where it comes from and uh, 
how it bounces off different uh, walls in your city and you know you get to know how the light behaves but if you really want to manipulate light and uh, control it uh, using a flash really helps because you can also shoot with a flash in the morning Mm -hmm. uh, shooting with a flash is not only a night thing. It can be done all the time. So you can fill with a flash. So you can shoot uh, a backlit subject with the sun behind him or her and uh, use a flash and have a great exposure uh, with a nice blue sky and a nice, uh, you know, lit up face and have a nice expression. Uh, I find, yeah, using flash is really, really cool. And especially when you use... Uh, rear curtain flash and you do some nice really psychedelic effects mm -hmm. that create something really fresh and really different yeah it, it's fun to to try new things um that you can do in camera because a lot of people will do things you know in post-processing that's just not that's oh, no, different no, no, no. but doing yeah, things like either go out like i have a, an upcoming show um about fisheye street photography which i'm really looking forward to mm. uh, to um uh, publishing in in uh, in a few weeks um and i you know it's something different or going out with one of those lens baby composers or something completely oh, yeah. different than you're used to Haven't done that yet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so that's a really good point really good point have you, have you played with double exposures on your fuji i haven't It's awesome. Do you know what it does? It actually freezes the first exposure in your optical viewfinder and you get an overlay of that over what you see through the viewfinder. So when you find uh, something else you want to fit into the composition, you click and the second exposure is, uh, is uh, you know, combined to the first one and it asks you, do you like it? And if you say no, then it uh, releases the second exposure and off you go again to find the second exposure. But if you say yes, it keeps it and creates that double exposure. That's so awesome. Really See, I haven't tried yeah. that. And I, I'm, that's something that, as you said, I'm going to go out one day and that's what I'm going to do. You know, just, yeah. just focus on that. Yeah. My fellow street hunter Digby Fulham showed me that uh, trick when we were in Rome and I really enjoyed it. It's hmm. totally different. Yeah, yeah, totally different. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. Mm -hmm. So, so experiment, that was a great tip. Number five. Yeah, remember that the uh, main point of shooting street photography is to have fun. Uh, that's why uh, I shoot street photography and that's why I think most of us uh, shoot street photography. When you start thinking of uh, becoming famous or making money and, I mean, using that as your goal, You, you, uh, you totally miss the uh, whole aspect of street photography, which is art. Having, yeah. you know, having fun, creating art, doing something that is fulfilling, something that makes you, makes you feel uh, like you have a purpose. That's how I feel when I shoot street photography. Oh, I feel sure. yeah. full, you know what I mean? Yeah. And especially when I come back and I've got uh, something... Uh, that I like. It's uh, an amazing feeling. I can't uh, describe it. I think only photographers know that feeling when they've actually got mm -hmm. the frame that they actually like. Yes, yes. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> and I know many mm -hmm. of the listeners do as well. And uh, it's true. Yeah, don't let it become... Uh, don't, don't let people pressure you into fitting into something that is not you. Just do it for yeah. you. Yeah. It's so, exactly. so true, so important. Yeah. Great tip. Number six. Okay, number six. Shoot anything you like and be as creative as possible. 
I believe that we have to let go when we shoot street photography and not care about shooting bad photos. Just go with the flow. Yeah. Uh, as I said before, experiment. Do, do different things. Layering, portraits, silhouettes, anything. Just don't be afraid. Shoot anything you like and not care about what happens. Because it's, uh, you know, but this is uh, tip number seven. If you don't mind me, I'll jump to tip number seven sure. at the same time, which says, don't give a rat's derriere. Can I say that on, <laughs> uh, on the air? Yes, you can. You could yeah, even about... have said the other word, the original <laughs> word, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. Well, don't give a rat's derriere about what others think about your photos. You're an artist and you have your own vision. And that is what's the most important thing, expressing your own vision. Isn't that correct? Mm -hmm. So true. Yeah. Um, Again, that's it it kind of all blends into the same thing, you know, like um, five, six and seven, all those three tips. Um, I think it's it's about shooting for you. You're the person you have to please. Yeah. But it's harder to do. It's harder to apply because people are, because of social media, I think, it's that gratification that people get from the likes. And that's completely understandable. So mm-hmm. I think, but it, it prevents some people from really letting go. Don't yeah. you think? Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally agree. Let I, go. That's very important. Mm-hmm. Let go when you're doing street photography. Just do whatever, whatever comes to yeah. mind. That's how styles are developed. That's right. You know? That's right. Yeah. But I think uh, people are so wanting some um, some feedback and some positive feedback, and and uh, and of course there are always some people who say, "I oh, know that's not street," or "This is." It's like you know, is there really a definition as to what street photography is? I mean, is there one person that's, that's a the huge authority? Discussion. <laughs> <laughs> no, there isn't. I think there is exactly. Isn't. And but there are many people who think the opposite. That's right. And uh, I call them the street police. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, people cool. will tell you, people will tell you, oh, no, that's not it. No, that's not that. And But who is the authority on this? That's what I'd like to know. But uh, yeah, I'd like do, that too. <laughs> yeah. So do, do whatever makes you happy because who cares <laughs> about yeah, what other people think? And if it's you and if, if, you, if you shoot with your heart and your work will shine, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you have well, to trust the, that. You know what's interesting? The interesting thing is, Valerie, that when uh, photography started, uh, it started in the streets. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first first original photographers were street photographers. True. So uh, everything comes from that. Mm-hmm. Everything comes from that, from that moment when uh, guys used to carry their big, large format cameras on their shoulder. They used to uh, put them in the, uh, you know, stand them up in the street and uh, get people there and ask them to be photographed. Uh, or they would be uh, paid to photograph people in the street but the whole thing was done in the street because there wasn't any available light That's inside. Right. Mm-hmm. And after that, it just expanded and different genres uh, were created, et cetera, et cetera. Like everything happens with anything that evolves. Yeah. And the first street photographs didn't really have people in them because unless they were completely stationary, they, yeah. <laughs> they would not be in the frame. Yeah. 
I actually, yes. I saw recently one of the first street photograph I ever made. There was one person that was actually must have been standing for a long time because you can see a human figure. Um, mm -hmm. That's uh, that's pretty incredible because at the time the exposure had to be so long. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I remember looking at some photos from 1866, I think, mm -hmm. when uh, Jack the Ripper was uh, roaming the streets of London and they had shot some photographs and there were these people that were standing still and you could see that there were some shadows uh, yeah. in different parts of because there were other people that were walking, you that's know, right. walking by. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's interesting. That's uh, yeah. so true. Okay, so so anyways, don't so tip number seven was um, don't, don't care about what don't care what other things. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay, number eight. Okay, number eight. Something I really like doing: shoot with friends because it is liberating and it is entertaining. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> so I love shooting on my own. I get into a uh, specific zone and. Um, It's something that, as I said before, makes me feel a certain fulfillment, especially when I get good shots. Mm -hmm. But if I go out with friends, you know what they say, there's power in numbers. Yeah. So if you're with a, a mate or two, you're like two or three guys or girls uh, in one company, one group, and you're shooting, you feel a lot more comfortable. Uh, you feel a lot more courageous. Yeah. You feel that you would uh, that you can take photos that you wouldn't take if you were alone. Um, that is how I felt, for example, when I was in Istanbul. We went to some really dodgy areas. I don't know if you've seen the video. We went to some really dodgy areas in the poor quarter, but because we were four guys, uh, I felt really safe and I felt like uh, you know I could shoot whatever I like without uh, having to worry about anything. Mm -hmm. And also, when you're with friends, you always can have, uh, you know, take a pit stop, have a beer, have a few laughs, maybe go through uh, some experiences uh, that you had uh, during the day, exchange ideas, learn, learn from the process, because we, uh, we each have our different personal styles. And it's uh, really fun when you look at the same subject shot by two or three different people yes. and you see how different it is, how different the vision of each person is, even though the subject is exactly the same. So it's, uh, as I said before, it's liberating because you feel f much more courageous. It's entertaining because you have fun and educational. I should add that to the tip. That's because true. You learn, yeah. yeah. You learn from your fellow street yeah. photographers. Yeah. We all have something to, um, To learn from each other, and uh, and you're right. So, uh, actually, when when street photographers, new street photographers, I always encourage them to go with someone because yeah, you're bolder uh, with a friend, and you'll be less intimidated. So I think that's a good point. But it's also as street photographers, we're kind of um, it's kind of a lonely thing to do because we're usually roaming the streets on our own. I mean, that's usually when we do our best work is when we're alone. So once in a while, it is really nice to the social social aspect of it uh to hang out with other people even if you're not gonna you know you're gonna miss some shots or whatever it, it's okay you know there is more to it than just mm -hmm. getting the shot you're right yeah it's the so whole true. experience yeah it's very true i really like doing that when i go on street hunts in different cities where i meet new friends 
It's yeah. really nice, really cool, uh, yeah. you know, shooting with others. And sometimes you need that push, you know. I know, like, especially when I want to shoot in the evening, you know, or it's like, oh, I don't really feel like going out. But if I know I'm going to make plans to go out with a friend, then then I'll go for sure, you know. And, uh, and Or it'd be so easy to say, oh, no, I'll skip it tonight. But um, so making plans with friends is always a good good thing to do, for sure. Mm-hmm, 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 exactly. Awesome. Uh, tip number nine. Okay, tip number nine is uh, try to shoot from uh, unusual points of view. Think like a rat or like a bird. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, Especially now that many cameras have tilting LCD screens, you can just uh, kneel down and uh, flip out that LCD screen and just look through it and compose your images from a really low point of view. It uh, makes you see the world from a different perspective and uh, it uh, helps create some interesting compositions, interesting photographs. The same thing is if you uh, do it the other way around and... Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> try and find a high uh, high place where you can shoot down from and uh, make photos uh, looking down on people. So just to give a different perspective to your work, yeah. make something that's unusual, something that you don't see every day. So, for example, the most usual shots that you'll see are the ones of um, shot from the height of the photographer's head. Mm-hmm. Um they usually, unless there's some really cool composition or something really awesome going on in the photograph, they're usually, you know, similar to many other photographs. Yeah, they're more but static. But when you and... add the element of the different perspective, the different point of view, it changes the whole thing. Mm-hmm. For sure. And and as you said, we we have no excuse not to do that now because we don't even have to look through the viewfinder. So we can uh, use this nice big screen on the back of the camera and uh, and and uh, and make it a lot easier on ourselves. <laughs> we don't have to go flat mm-hmm. on the ground. We can just put the camera on the ground. Uh, yeah, for sure. I use that a lot. And I think it makes for much more dynamic images, for sure. I mean, in any photography, for that matter, not just street yeah. photography, but for anything. Everything at eye level gets boring and... Uh, static very quickly you're right yes yes for sure i remember lying on the ground using my film camera yes I'm never doing that again <laughs> <laughs> i know i i was thinking that's like oh just getting you know down from the ground up from the ground is is uh is getting harder and now we don't have to so it's awesome yeah <laughs> that's a good point okay last but not least tip tip number 10 Tip number 10, try to walk the streets during times you normally wouldn't. So, uh, for example, if you uh, usually go and shoot uh, street photography at 10 o'clock in the morning, try something different. Go at night or uh, go uh, and shoot street photography uh, during sunset or sunrise. Uh, Go when it's snowing or when it's raining or one of my favorites, when it's windy. Mm Uh, so you can uh, get people in uh, situations where they are, uh, their guard is really, you know, they're uh, they're not paying attention to you. They're paying attention to uh, other things, especially when there's uh, bad weather. And uh, you can uh, get some really cool shots of people, for example, with their clothes uh, flying in front of their faces, umbrellas or some turning umbrellas. Uh, yeah, down. you know. 
all sorts of crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, the thing is that you have to have a uh, weatherproof camera to do this, or you have to be really good at using an umbrella. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I have an umbrella personally because the Fuji is not uh, weather sealed, and um, I try and uh, use it, you know, together at the same time, the umbrella and the camera. I've, I've done it quite a few times, and I find it's a lot of fun. Yeah. But yeah when it's raining especially you have to you you get some really cool shots if you use different shutter speeds too yeah so try and walk the streets during times you normally wouldn't yeah it's fun i recently i was just actually shooting th uh, some more abstract stuff through the car window i oh, parked cool. the car and uh, then you can manual focus on the on the raindrop on the windshield and then the mm -hmm. the people walking through become really surreal so there's so much fun stuff you can do by using those natural filters such as rain or glass or whatever or or you know foggy not fog but um condensation on a window is a lot of fun too like uh soul uh lighter right yes kind of announcing that. it properly yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so yeah just just be creative but you're right um Even different times a day, just for different lights, uh, is good practice. You know, um, it's um, yeah. I, it's funny. I was just saying the other day there is there is no bad light. There is just there is easy light, and there is light that's going to make you work a little harder, and uh, and that's usually when you'll get the best results. For yeah, sure. yeah, I agree. And if yeah. you have a flash in your pocket, it's even better. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I haven't tried that yet. Uh, and that's not for everyone, you know. Uh, I think yeah, I it's, know. Uh, it's, uh, but it, it's fun and it's, it's been really fun to watch your work uh with with the flash it's a completely different uh, different feel to the images and and I can tell you're having fun with it and that's what matters. Right. Yeah, that's what matters exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that was awesome, Spiros. I really, really enjoyed um, discussing all those tips with you. So, what's uh, what's next for you? You're taking the the end of the year off and not doing much traveling. Yeah, we're not going to be doing uh, much traveling until the end of 2015. I uh, might be going to Athens, the capital of Greece, a couple of times, but other than that, uh, nowhere else. But in 2016, as I said uh, in the beginning, we have uh, we'll be visiting some new cool destinations, which we will be announcing in 2016, and we're really excited about that. And uh, well, we keep on writing uh, new blog posts on Street Hunters. Uh, we love uh, showcasing the work of uh, many talented street photographers. Uh, one of the most exciting things is actually doing the research to find new mm -hmm. talents. And we think that we have uh, been doing uh, really well in that field. Uh, we have, of course, a lot of help from uh, our readers themselves that submit their cool work to our website and to our Flickr and Facebook, Facebook groups and our Google Plus uh, community. So uh, we're really active at the moment. Things are really happening fast and uh, we're trying to uh, do, you know, do the best work possible uh, to uh, share whatever we can with our readers and always be there to answer their questions whenever they have, uh, you know, they need s some answers. We get lots of emails every day. So we're just trying to, you know, do as much as we can for the street photography community. So how many, how many of you are managing this? Three guys. Three guys. It's, yeah. yeah, Andrew Swigart, who uh, was with me when we originally started Street Hunters, 
two and a half years ago, or is it three years ago? I, I don't remember. And uh, Digby Fulham, who is our latest addition, well, he's nearly with us for a year now. Uh, so it's us three. Uh, we're managing it. Yeah. And uh, we also get guest blog posts from uh, readers. And well, yeah. yeah. That's really good. So I know it's a lot of work. Just answering the the questions and the emails. It's, it is a lot of work. You know, mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, uh, you should check out the comments on the YouTube channel. We've got like g gazillions. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. muttering all that and, and dealing with uh, trolls and so forth. It's, uh... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's fun too. <laughs> Some of them are know. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's all time consuming. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is, yes. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. So again, we can see uh, your all the work that's done at streethunters.net. Streethunters.net. And I'll put the links on the show notes. Thank you so much, Spiros. Thank you so much for having me again, Valerie. It was awesome. It and was I great. hope we meet next year. I hope you have a hunt in Paris or somewhere where I'll I'm be. looking forward to going to Paris. Yes. Okay. I don't know if it's going to be in 16 or 17, okay. but we're definitely coming to Paris as well. We'll try to coordinate so I can. Okay. Take Excellent. Part. Yeah. That'd I'd love awesome. to shoot with you. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> and we are at the end of another episode of Street Focus. Please head over to thisweekinphoto.com slash street to subscribe to the show. And if you enjoy the show, please share the love with your friends and uh, leave a rating on, light, uh, rating on iTunes and so forth. That would be greatly appreciated. My name is Valérie Jardin and you've been listening to Street Focus. Now it's time to grab that camera and hit the streets. Street Focus.